In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes Jade and MJK come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. So how'd you go selling your coyote? I sold it good. <laughs> like, yo, you ready to podcast? You're like, I just got to sell a coyote. Hey, what? He's playing Red Dead Redemption for to context. To be fair, it was a legendary coyote. So I could oh. get a, a good amount of Skrilla for it. Skrilla? Is that the actual term in the in the game? Or no, that's, that's just what you're calling that's it. That's a hip-hop term. Oh, <laughs> yeah, those two Skrilla's words. Skrilla's money. Those worlds collide, not yeah. intertwine. Couldn't think of any other words there. How you been? I've actually been really all right. Actually feels a like change. a while since we've recorded because we're kind of doing it every two weeks now. Which I think is healthy-ish. It's healthy. It's fair because you want to be able to talk about things in our first segment where we discuss what we've watched lately, but also have something new, topical, current, relevant to discuss as well at length. So hashtag strategy. Woo! Depends what trade. Look at it. Um, I wasn't prepared for a new hashtag. Now, <laughs> now I'm panicking. I think we should reschedule. We'll put, <laughs> we'll put that somewhere. Um, yeah, I might start with uh, what I've watched lately. Please do. Let's do it. Thanks. Thank you very much. Um, I think I mentioned last podcast I bought uh, David Attenborough's Dynasties on 4K disc. And I had watched a couple of episodes of that. Since then, I've watched the Tigers episode and the Chimpanzees episode. Um, I'm a fan of both of those animals, so... That chimpanzee one was brutal. Uh, yeah, same with yeah all of them, really, because there's ones that go missing and then there's they fight against each other and they're all extinct That's species. That's what I was talking about with the brutality. Yeah, the brutality. They're all extinct. I'm like, guys, don't you know that you're all dying out? Help each other out. You need each other. Anyway. Um, and then I had rewatched seasons one and two of Winona Earp. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've rewatched them all because they're both on Netflix. The third season is on American Netflix, not Australian. So I've like watched five episodes of season three just um, via streaming online. Um, I finished uh, Life is Strange 2, episode four, which is like that telltale type game where all of my decisions influence the direction of the game and the characters and stuff like that. Um, So I think there's one more episode for that series to be finished. Uh, big fan of that game, so I've been enjoying that. Um, I finished season two of Working Mums on Netflix, and I'm enjoying that more and more as I get further into the into the show. I'm very close to finishing season three. I was going to say you're well and truly into yeah, season three, aren't up you? to episode eleven out of thirteen. I walked in when you were watching an episode where they're on psychedelics. That was pretty. They were taking LSD. <laughs> they really high. It was quite funny. Um, I read Batgirl and the Birds of Prey volume two. Um, the Rebirth series. I've got a bunch of comics to to read that are lined up there ready for the holidays in two weeks' time. Very excited about that. I've finished season one of The Magicians on Amazon with Skusi. Um, and You said there was a bit of a marathon, didn't you? Like it wasn't exactly all yeah, that enjoyable? We had read, it was recommended for us with the context of get past season one and it gets much better. So we're like, all right, we'll give it a go. And we've stuck with it. And now we're going into what's being promised as stronger storylines, etc. And when I was looking up what's uh, returning to Netflix in December, The Magician Season 4 came up. And I have noticed there's only three on Amazon. So that must be one of those stories where 
another network's picked it up, but then that doesn't yeah. link into that it rule really doesn't, no. of other streaming services picking up originals. Anyway, don't know the logistics and politics of all of that, so I won't get into it. And then you and I watched season one of The Rookie featuring Nathan Fillon. That was dope. Yep. That, I said that was a dope. That was a dope. That was a dope season. show. Mm. Well, we've watched one episode of season two. We're going to watch some more this afternoon. So if I can be honest, that, that uh, season opener, besides, you know, the little relationship thing they're yes. doing with his and Sarah Sharkey's character, wasn't all that impressed. No. They, they uh, bollocked off the Bishop character. Yeah, Bishop, who was she's gone. Epic in the first season. I've feel like yeah i mean there's obviously a lot more to come and yeah. with network television they can just do bits and bats and that's right it's going to be another 20 episodes eight have aired so far we've got all of those ready to watch and yeah i'm looking forward to where they take it and seeing who they replace the captain with because she died in episode 16 which we're like of the first season what the heck just like there was what 22 episodes in the first season 20 20 okay you think okay a mid-season finale or finale they can kill someone major Nah, they're just going to like, yeah, fuck that. We're going to do play, episode no, we don't 16. Play by rules, son. Keep you on the edge of your seat. That's right. Um, and, you know, besides all of my weekly shows, that's about it. Still playing Assassin's Creed um, Odyssey. About 30 hours into that and up to a tough spot. Got a trophy for finishing Chapter 4. I'm like, Chapter 4 is 30 hours long. Jesus. And then I purchased uh, Ghost Warrior Sniper Contracts and it's sh- it's shit. Instant regret. Really? Yeah, it's really clunky. And the reviews are saying it does start out that way. And then when you get used to it, it actually gets a lot better because you're used to it and the storyline improves. But like you open up the map and you can't do anything with the map. There's no cursor. There's no objective. You can't mark a waypoint. It doesn't do... It doesn't have the features that it's saying at the bottom. Like, you know, you go R1, R2 to go between the different sites. doesn't let me do it. Quick question. I feel like it needs to be updated. The type of shit that you maybe unlock as you go along? Nah, no, no, so not it's... map features, no. So uh, it's a little bit clunky. I'll give it so, another go. Because I know but... in some games, like you can't, like it's like something they talk about in like the, you know, like right. here's the features that are going to make this game amazing. It's like you get to do this, this, yeah. and this, but you have to unlock it at say maybe chapter two or something. Okay. So it's like you we'll unlock see. an ability, which like you said, doesn't make sense no, with maps no, at all. No. But if you need to read a map, maybe you know that's one of those low-key stupid things. I'll keep you posted because I will try and play it again. Play it? Yeah, right. I will because I've paid money for it yeah. online. This is my issue with buying things online because if I go to EB Games, I've got seven you. days I done told you. to take it back, get a full refund. Thank you, hashtag EB Games. Boom. Anyway, that's me. What's up with you? Well, just want to preface this with I watched a lot of silly movies in Three the last couple Amazon? of weeks. Everywhere. Everywhere. So uh, I watched Blockers, which... Uh, Blockers? Oh, yes, that's right. Yep. John Cena's in it. And if you recall the poster, there's a picture of a rooster there before is. the word Blockers. Yes. Um, Cock Blockers. This is when we, not long before that, we watched Good Boys and I said that fit oh, the formula yes. of Superbad and you said it fit the, uh, what was it, Booksmart? Booksmart's formula And then as we well. figured out that that's kind of just, that's literally <laughs> a genre in itself of it like, is. you know, a co- kind of a coming of age discovering yourself all this but instead of Party. like we said with good boys the past week it was the parents trying to stop their kids from yes and then they have their falling out and then they come back together and they're stronger than ever and all this same bullshit. format but just different in little ways yeah an yeah. all-male cast now books smart all-female cast yeah. good boys young cast young blockers boy, the parents, parents. <laughs> yeah and it just you can watch any movie like i said most judd apatow movies like even pineapple express it was stoners but you know there there was a real problem in the sense that they were 
running from a drug. They had to get from A to B in yeah. all of those movies, but there was some kind C, of D, E, F, G, H, I yeah. distractions on the way that yeah. put tangents into their and path. It, but like, you know, the formula somewhat, if it's good, it works. There was a good amount of jokes and whatnot. Um, I watched Dolmite Is My Name, which is the latest Eddie Murphy movie oh, on Oh, yeah, Netflix. it's on Netflix, it's yeah. based on true events. It was... Uh, had this conversation with our friend Luke Green, friend of the podcast. G'day, Green Gander. He said that uh, all reviews said that it was Eddie Murphy back to his finest, and I shut him down immediately. I was like, screw you, buddy. That's no, not possible. But then I watched it, and I wholeheartedly agree with him, so sorry about that, Mr. Green. Uh, keeping up with the Eddie Murphy, I watched Beverly Hills Cop 2, Beverly Hills Cop 3, which I have made a vow to never watch Beverly Hills Cop 3 ever again. Oh. It's so bad. It's Is that one you bought on Blu-ray as well? Yeah. You bought them all? Yeah. <clears throat> Then I watched uh, The Nutty Professor, which <laughs> it hasn't aged greatly graphics-wise, but still a fun movie. I watched Hot Rod, one of Andy Samberg's earliest movies, which it's, it's been on a, Amazon, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah good, been a good chunk of time since I've seen it, and uh, very fun movie. I watched Just Go With It with your gal. Oh my god, J.A. You'll notice there's later. a few Adam Sandler movies coming up here soon as well. I watched <gasps> Talladega Nights, Ballad of Ricky Bobby, which again, I forgot how silly and just absolutely fun it is. One of Amy Adams' first before she was like top billing type movies. Which yeah, was a she lot is of fun. now. Watched Office Christmas Party for the first time again. Yay, J.A. Put it off for so long because, because she was in her. it. Because <laughs> of her. You bastard. No, she sucks. I mean, honestly. But she was really good in that movie. Okay, so she doesn't suck then. But she does. She sometimes sucks. Uh, I watched The Founder, which was the one about McDonald's. Oh, Doco. Yep. No, no, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, based it's, on true events. Yeah, true yeah. events, yeah. Really not a good movie. Yeah, great. Yeah, you've seen it? No. You don't need to see it. Who's the lead again? Keaton. Uh, yeah, it's Michael and Keaton. Nick Orferman's in the movie as well, who I love. That's, yep. You know who that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, not a good movie. Mm. So after that, I had to watch Good Time to feel good about myself <laughs> again. <laughs> Safety Brothers movie, shout out once more. I uh, also watched The Longest Yard, Click, Mr. Deeds, and that was my Adam Sandler nice. period, and then that's when I realized I'd kind of had enough of him. Um, watched Devil Next Door, which was a limited documentary series about right. a potential uh, war criminal known as uh, Ivan the Terrible from World War Two in one of the, the do you call them concentration camps? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he was uh, the... I guess the guy who took care of all the people in the gas chambers and it's this huge documentary series of his case that was over 10 years where he was Ivan the Terrible, he wasn't Ivan the Terrible. They figured out that he was a part of the SS military mm-hmm. um, but then he got sent home, he got sent back to Germany to be tried. It's just this crazy thing and the whole time I'm just like, fuck lawyers, are the biggest dicks in the world. Oh, Both sides, they oh, were wow. just completely <coughs> trying to mindfuck people. I'm like, this is, you want to know why he walked and then went back in? Like, just be honest. Mm. Present evidence as no. it is. Don't be dicks. Because you could make a point either side, but then you can say both sides were doing it the wrong way. So it just made me mad in the end. <laughs> I mean, I like history, but yeah, the way, the, when it, history ends up in a courtroom, that's when you're just like, yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, started rewatching Parks and Rec because it's on the un- old Amazon. Right. Got through season one because it's only six episodes and got through a good chunk of season two. And I listened to a podcast of Talk is Jericho, which is Chris Jericho's podcast with Enzo Amore and Big Cass, now known as Enzo and Kaz XL, two dudes who kind of famously lost their jobs in the WWE, kind of went down very public 
uh, I guess spiral. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cass especially with alcoholism and uh, nearly lost his life because he was that bad into the mm. alcohol that he had a seizure from alcohol withdrawals that nearly took his oh, life. Jesus. Enzo's just kind of more of a party animal type and does questionable things anyway. But it's kind of about their road to redemption and how they're both back on track and taking care of themselves. Hmm. Uh, which was a good listen. Kind of, you know, makes one self-reflect in kind of a way. Um, and then our weekly topic, uh, the Irishman, which we'll a get into later. later. Yeah. So, whoo, that was a long one. That's what she said. Hey. You know what I always found really strange about that song? Uh, the video clip? Well, yeah, in, in the <laughs> essence that pretty much the only guy wearing a shirt was the other <laughs> singer, and he was the one I thought was a creep. <laughs> This dude with the like, with his shirt off yeah, times. And nipple rings and neck tats Fire. and all the crazy hair. And it's the guy with the shirt on that I was like, that guy's a sleazeball. <laughs> hashtag crazy town. Hashtag perfect intro for hashtag news. news and, and let's make gossip. up some gossip. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, it was released like the day after recorded, we recorded last that Ricky Gervais will host the next and upcoming Golden Globe Awards, which is usually in January of each year. And it comes at a time where we've had about a season now of these award shows without any hosts, which included the Academy Awards and the Emmys. I much prefer a host. I like opening monologues. I like that go-to person throughout the night to keep it on track. And obviously, Ricky Gervais, I think this is his fifth time hosting the Golden Globes. it's going to be a treat because you know he's going to say anything he wants to say at anyone's expense that's in the audience that night. Um, and I love the Golden Globes because it is, as Tina Fey and Amy Poehler say in their monologue, it's where the beautiful people of movies join ranks with the ugly people of TV. TV. <laughs> it's something along those lines, but they're basically saying what I love about the, sh- the, the Globes is that they're all together in the one room. Um, so that should be good. That's usually around January. Could possibly be February, though. Um, it was announced that Marvel's Runaways, as we know, is returning on the 13th of December in two weeks' time. Very excited for that. But it was announced but this third why? season will be its third and final season. Not long after we announced two. So you're excited for disappointment as well. I'm excited saying. to get another season of it. Unlike Cloak and Dagger, who got cancelled after season two. Canned big time. Big boom. time. Put them in the bin. And boom. I have to think it's got something to do with Disney Plus. Yeah. Owning everything it Marvel. To. It's the same thing we've discussed before with if them it deleting, oh, taking then away Jessica else Jones. crazy going on. And uh-huh. I bet it involves, you know. And there doesn't seem to really be an adult audi- audience for Disney Plus as well which is my next topic that Disney Plus has gone live in the last two weeks. It's now accessible yeah. to everyone. This is true. And one of the only original series on there at the moment is that Star Wars Mandalorian series uh, headlined by John Favreau. He's producer or director or all of the above on the show or creator. Um, but I was just looking at a list on the computer as well and there's just not much original content. They're just uploading obviously a lot of dis- – Disney originals and all of the Marvel, 
but they got nothing coming out really until 2020, which includes Loki and no Loki and WandaVision at 2021. Like mm-hmm. there's Falcon, Falcon and, and Winter, Winter Soldier, Soldier is going to be late 2020. So what the heck? Um, she Hulk is TBA. Miss Marvel's TBA. Like one of the things they're offering is the Lizzie McGuire reboot. Like I'm just besides these Marvel originals, What If, Hawkeye, WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's like why did you even launch your fucks? Yeah, just just you could have released them as movies if they would have done just as well. But whatever. Um and I think it was last week or a couple of weeks before I'm like, when are they gonna release the second season like second half of season five of Vikings on Netflix? And it was like Two days later, they're like, season six returns on the 6th of December. So it's in one week's time. There isn't a 5B. It's just season six and it's the final season ever. So I will be checking that out because I've watched the whole series up until this point And I'm very interested to see how they uh, tie it all together. Do you have any news and goss? I do. Uh, This past week, it was the 20th year anniversary of the Corn album Issues. Which was we a, should have played a maybe we'll play that on yeah, the way out. I didn't think about it, did yeah. I? <laughs> I had I have notes, but I don't, you know, look at them before. We I will come play in. a corn song from that album as an outro to News and Gossip in a minute. And uh, there has been five more untitled movies added to the MCU uh calendar. Okay, I'm talking about Disney Plus. Yes, know. so they've uh, <clears throat> I still think uh, on top of the three other untitled movies that have been announced. So we've got like eight Titles to look forward to in the near future. In phase four or five? Phase whatever the fuck. Phase 18. <laughs> phase whatever they care for. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got. Because, I, I mean, I could gossip about what they are, but we've Go already on. well, we've already talked too much Marvel, son. No, we haven't. It's been long. We dedicated seconds. An, dedicated an entire episode to what I want phase four and five to be. Didn't we? Or is that all in my head? Um, it's a couple of seasons did, ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feels like a while ago. But if I'm being honest, I would really like an Illuminati movie put in there because I just think that'd be awesome. The, the, Marvel's Illuminati. Don't scoff at me, young lady. But nice. Tony Stark's dead, so I don't know how they'd get it. Mm. They'd have to introduce the Fantastic Four because you know Reed Richards <gasps> would be a good. I head do for want that. a Fantastic Four for yeah, sure. Eventually, as well as X Men, as well as a lot of things. And uh, you know what, Jade. Mm. Just enjoy this corn uh, outro. Yep. Great song from an album of corn. That's right. 25 years of age. Brilliant. 22 maybe? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, what are we doing now? Are we just drinking some Red Bull, trying to get some sponsors? You know it. Always. Yeah, no, just no, actually, we're going to talk trailers. What have we seen recently? What did we think about them? Are we going to see them in the movies? I'll wait for them on DVD. Um, this morning, I watched... The second trailer for Bombshell, uh, which is about the scandal at Fox News featuring Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron, Kate McKinnon, Nicole Kidman, and as I as was revealed in the trailer today, John Lithgow is in that as well. As oh, right. he is the um, person that they're um, speaking out against. He's the predator within the film, and he's got like a fat suit on and looks 
the same but different all at the same time. And right. I really wish I watched that from perspective. Yeah. I know it had something to do with Megan Kelly, but I just didn't want to know anything else about it. Cause yeah. Well, I, can I know show she's a very after. controversial figure as well. But. That's right. So it's going to be quite interesting. I'm still very intrigued just on the cast alone. Um, and so I'm definitely going to go see that in the movies. I've got a friend who wants to see it with me as well. It's out on the 16th of January in Australia. Um then I watched a couple of war-themed trailers without any intention to have that running theme. Why do you still have Charlie's Angels on your list? Because uh, I haven't deleted it. You goon. Um, I'm f- uh, now I'm going to get these two mixed up. But I watched one called 1917. And uh, I'm trying to think who was in that. Uh, Benedict. Ah, that was the Benedict Cumberbatch one. And it's uh, obviously set in that era of war. World War One. Um, about a soldier that's got to go back and get many of his fellow men, but his brother out of it's danger. Basically, saving Private Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's it. But set in a different war and a true story. Well, actually, it didn't say that on no, the thing. Didn't, so, no. are we just making up war stories now because I mean, that seems not? a bit desperate? Set it in a different context. Change it up. Anyway, from there, I clicked on one called The Last Full Measure, which was Sebastian Stan and Samuel L. Jackson. It was a war-inspired one, and that was based on a true story. Don't forget William Hurt. He's in that. William Hurt. Ed yeah. Harris. A bunch of, hot, oh, bunch of old dudes because it's obviously set in present That's right. time. A and bunch of hot old, old dudes. <laughs> Jade <laughs> Froth's for the oldies. Sign it me up. It up? What the f- <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> I don't think I'll see either of those in the movies because there's that other one coming out soon, Midway, with Woody Harrelson and that yeah, huge cast. Yeah, but it's got cast. the Jonas Brother in it, doesn't it? Yeah, true that, true that. But so shit. does Jumanji and that's Yeah, enjoyable. but that, I enjoyed that before I knew that was a Jonas Brother and I thought he was the worst part. I was like, oh, what is 100%. this guy with this terrible haircut? He's supposed to be in Jumanji. He's supposed to be in Jumanji. And then we watched um, together one called The Way Back featuring Ben Affleck who's lost his family and has gone on a downward spiral into alcoholism or drugs or both. Um, I mean, used to be the a trailer showed booze, booze mostly yeah. the beers, the beers and his beard. And um, he used to be a basketball his prodigy. Face is at one very point. round though. He looks like he's on cocaine. Like oh, he's got Jesus. that very inflated cocaine face. Okay, so if I meet anyone who's got a inflated face, I should assume they're on the crack. Oh, no, <laughs> not crack, rock, cocaine. Oh. See, this is how much I Crack know. is where they get the bad teeth and they're very oh, skinny okay. usually. Okay, now he looked too good for that. Um, and he, yeah, he's like an ex-basketball prodigy and I think the way back is him actually coaching these this young team. I think it's a high school team or at least a college team. Either way, they kind of look like wayward youths, like a community yeah. centre or something. Yeah, that's true. And Al Marjorial, I always massacre his last name. He's one of my favourite comedians. He's in it as well, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and the... Yeah, Papi. That's, that's right. Papi, Janina, Gavin Carr. And didn't you say John Lithgow's in this as well in a fat nope. suit? <laughs> Not this time. What trailers did you watch? I watched the new trailer for the upcoming SpongeBob movie, which features what? our man Keanu Reeves. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, which I'll see it eventually, yeah, but I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll probably have to have a, a little bit of influence, if you know what I mean, <laughs> to watch it. Um, and I also watched uh, the trailer for Uncut Gems by the Safety Brothers because oh, yeah. I'm frothing to see this fucking movie mm-hmm. and I'm, I have no idea how or when I'm ever going to be able to see it. Right. Well, where is it? They Safety Brothers strange? just don't seem to release their stuff in Australia. Like I'm expecting maybe Netflix, like how I got to see Good Time. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Oh, is it the same creator? Yeah, Safety Brothers right. doing it, yeah. 
So nice. set in New York, which is a lot of their stuff is. And I'm sure it'll become available to you somehow at some point. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, like we're not expecting it in the cinema. That it's makes like a challenge. I even watched the Dragged Along Concrete trailer, which has got Vince Vaughn and Mel Gibson in it, which has been out since 2018. Oh. And yeah. there's been no Australian release oh, okay. of any kind. Like, you can't even find this shit on Blu-ray. Oh, wow. Well, so I'm just sad. <laughs> I'm just sad. My well, don't end the trailers on a sad note. Um, well, SpongeBob trailer's got <laughs> real life Keanu Reeves in it. Oh, oh, wow! He's not a voice. He's a real. Person. He comes there like a vision, and he just okay, looks like you know Keanu Reeves. Let's say John Wick two length hair and the beard. And right. Yeah. He calls a bit of like um, not rumors and gossip and stuff, but just a lot of attention because he went on a red carpet a month ago. With someone who had like grey hair, like someone who would be his this age. His new girlfriend. I know, I know. I was. So, uh, yeah. Have we haven't spoken about no, this. No, we like, haven't. I well, news, news and gossip. And gossip. We should have covered this, but I remember looking at that and having the biggest smile on my yeah. face because he's been famously like single, single and non-committed for so long because yeah. of that horrible shit that happened. Yeah. So, and when I saw it, my first instinct was, "You go, Keanu." And yeah. I see a lot of comments by people who are like, "She's old enough to be his mom." I'm like, first of all, Keanu's like mid fifties. Correct. Second of Did all... Did we know how old she was? Yeah, I looked it up. She's like 42 or something. 42? Mm. She's an old-looking 42. I think she's just a natural-looking natural, woman. But natural, but yeah. natural. Yeah, no, so... But did you see the smile on that motherfucker's face? Yeah. That was a happy dude. Thank you, yo. I hadn't seen him we smile him. like that since he had the dog in John Wick. That's a bad analogy. <laughs> the intro theme song to The Morning Show, an Apple Plus original TV series featuring Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell and a long lineup of very familiar faces. And The Morning Show is one of our main topics for this week's episode. Uh, This is a show that I've been watching over the last uh, several weeks. And then obviously we're going to talk a little bit about The Irishman later with MJK. But obviously, I was always going to check this show out because, as the fans of the podcast know, I'm a big J.A., a.k.a. Jennifer Aniston fan. Get the fuck out of town. What? Really? Um, I do like Reese Witherspoon as well. I like the TV shows and the movies she's producing at the moment. So that had my intrigue, especially the, off the back of Big Little Lies. And everybody loves Steve Carell. So I really wanted to see him in kind of a negative light because he's sort of uh, portrayed that way at this point in time. Does everyone love Steve Carell? Yes. I mean, I like him. Okay, well, everybody him. likes him. Many people love him. Um, Jen and Reese are executive producers on the show. This is Jen's first gig at EP role. Um, so obviously once they go and film, they're working behind the scenes, looking at cuts and edits and um, doing casting and basically everything you'd expect them to do. Um, it was the first Apple, Apple Plus original uh, series that was launched when um, that came about. So I had a bit of weight on its shoulders to sort of get the audiences in um, because I think only a few other shows were released at the same time, like Jason Momoa's C. And they've got a few others coming out. Cool. There's one by M. Night Shyamalan called Servant. 
And there's one feature, what Truth Behold featuring, what's her name, Octavia Spencer. And there was one called Dickinson with what's Snoopy name? in Space. There's one called <laughs> Snoopy in Space, an animated series, just getting all the audiences here. Oprah's mm. Book Club, The Morning Show, Helpsters, Ghost Rider Reboot. Do you remember that in the 90s? Yeah. Uh, For All Mankind. Dickinson, which is based on Emily Dickinson featuring Hayley Seinfeld. Which one's Emily Dickinson? Uh, the writer? Yeah, famous writer. So they've got those shows coming out, but The Morning Show was released first and it was being hev- heavily uh, promoted in order to get people to subscribe to Apple+. Plus. Um, it has aired seven episodes out of ten of season one so far. I've mentioned before on the podcast that Apple picked it up for two seasons immediately being 10 episodes each, so we'll get another 10 next year at some point. Um, I've watched six of those seven episodes. I'm watching the seventh this afternoon. And, yeah, absolutely loving it so far. It, it's set um, – I was going to say set on the set, which is not what I want to say. It's set on a American morning show, which is a huge thing over in the US. They have several of them. We have, like, one. No, we have a lot. Do we? Oh, yeah. we have, like, they're all on, well, like, 7 a.m. on the different the channels. major networks, which is... 7, okay. 9, and 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. They've, I know Seven's got at least two. So okay. they've got, like, the one with that fucking cow. And then they've got one that follows that, I think. Right. And then 9 and 10 both have their own ones. Yeah. And then they've got weird afternoon shows as well, which yeah. aren't morning shows, but they're just all that We garbage. have them here. I feel like they're just a bigger spectacle Oh, they're a the much US. bigger deal. Yeah. But yeah, Australians will try to make you think that the Australian ones are a big deal. But they're no, they're not. Like, and we, oh, we have one called The Morning Show, hence why in Australia on our Apple TV services, the show has been recoined The Morning Wars or just Morning Wars. So they're like, we can't call it the morning show because we really have that. Like, does that really apply when this is on Apple Plus? It's not on channel whatever morning shows on, like Channel Nine. I, I mean, didn't see it being as at an issue. Worst, it should be the morning show brackets US. Yeah, why not call it that? Mm-hmm. We know we get different titles for, like, um, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. In other places, depends on where you are. Oh, yeah. Fun fact. So they do that all the time between the US and Australia for various reasons. Um, so if you're looking for it in Australia, it's called Morning Wars. Um, it's obviously the first time Jen's been back on TV in a regular role since Friends, which we know ended yeah, 15 years ago. Can't call it TV, mate. You can. No, Netflix is TV. No, it's not. Apple is Disney Plus. It's only on TV. You can't go to the movies and see it. It's on your laptop. That's not a television. It's a television program, though. It's not a television if program because it's not television. If that gets nominated at the awards, yeah, that's my be issue. Best comedy. It's a subscriber service. Or best. Um, it's an internet show. An internet you, show. It's not a re- web series on YouTube. You require the internet to be able to watch it, though. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. You so don't it's need, not a TV show. You don't need a television to watch it. No, you don't. No. So it's a show. It's a show. It's a show. Yes. It's a program. Yes. It's okay. programming. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> TV <laughs> needs to be the word unless it's exclusively on TV. That's why I, that's why I think if, you know, subscriber service awards are going to just wipe the floor with everything mm. in, let's say, 40 years, unless well, they a are, new thing comes remember out. Remember when Netflix first came out and Orange is the New Black and House of Cards were getting all the awards at the Emmys and the Golden Globes, they, they were being nominated as television. 
impress anybody. They were like, we're just going to put out the best content. Fuck the networks. That's it. I know networks suck they with do. all of their rules and protocols. Like they really limit themselves Netflix to good content of, sometimes. Some of their shows are kind of you know folding to that though because they want to get certain demographics. Mm. But whatever. And it as I'm saying, like certain demographics aren't being reached by Disney Plus. It's all very young audiences at the moment. And what, what I can young see, white audiences. Yeah. True. Mm. Yeah. So it's not very exciting. Um, but yeah, we've obviously seen Jen on shows. Like, um, well, these were television shows. So like 30 Rock, Cougar Town. Oh, you mean um, like as a featured person? Yeah, she's like, she yet. just rocked up as probably one episode arc uh, character but hasn't had her own series of sorts since Friends, obviously. Reese is more recent with um, – Reese is more recent. Big Little Lies, Steve Carell's The Office. Um, but they're all very different to sort of I what we're used to. I wonder if she's them. ever sponsored Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Or been sponsored by... She should have. Or been in at least a single commercial. Or something to do with like cutlery and spoons. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, they should really tap into that. Can you do this with her, your spoons? I mean, it doesn't work exactly. <laughs> I do How it with her How did she kill spoon. her husband? With a spoon. Oh, dear. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm trying to keep it on track. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm like, what else do I need to say about it? I mean, well, you're, you're about to watch episode seven. I am, yep. Does it feel like some shit's about to go down? I don't know where it's going because it could just go anywhere at this moment. Um, so, obviously, um, they went when they released this, they went back and rewrote a lot of it to fit to the Me Too movement and what was happening on these sorts of shows to and in their line current, of business yeah. to keep it more current and relevant. And there's a lot of speculation that it's based on the controversies surrounding Matt Lauer. Yeah. Who was sort of the Steve Carell equivalent in the yeah, show. Because he was, he literally was a morning show Correct. guy. Correct, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. He's, he's... A lot of people say, oh, this seems even, like his story. Even I knew who the fuck Matt Lauer was. I know, same, yeah. And I, I, I was like, okay. We, yeah. don't, we don't have access to any of those shows, None. but we knew yeah. who he was somehow. And I think he... I want to say NBC because that's where Conan used to be. Yep. And that like Conan used to be like, it's not like I'm Matt Lauer, you know? And then, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. You know, Everyone, like, yeah, yeah. New, yeah. Big, big name in, in the business. Um, obviously not the face of these things anymore, but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes because um, Jen's character, Alex is the head anchor of the morning show and Reese Witherspoon's character, Bradley, has just been sort of signed on to the show as the fresh face in replacing Steve Carell's character. Bradley's a girl's name? Yeah. And like Alex, I love that the names are sort of these gender neutral names. Um, and their dynamic, they do not like each other, which is very different to them in real life. Um, so there's that tension. Old, right? <laughs> sure. Um, there's all that tension between them and sort of. Uh, Bradley's character wanting to report the news as it is kind of reminds me of like characters on the newsroom who want the truth and not this fabricated story to to pitch and please the audience. Yeah, which is from the networks and yeah, exactly. And that's right. Please, she's trying to fight against that. And try to please like, your just demo, get you know. On with it. Yeah, so they're butting heads quite a bit. So it's interesting to see that dynamic, and they're kind of opening up to each other a little bit now. So it's going to be interesting to see how they build their relationship and then build their relationship on the show and apparently in episode seven bradley finds out something about alex which will jeopardize their new connection as of last episode so uh it's going to be interesting to see how it goes it's only got the four episodes left seven eight nine ten and then i'll have to wait a whole year for the next one but well good I think on you for spacing it out is, um, yeah all the acting is excellent um so i'm interested to see if it picks up any 
uh, Golden Globe nominations. It's probably soon enough. They have these weird timelines in terms of what shows are eligible for nominations depending on when they air. So with ah, the Emmys that just okay. went in September, so two months ago, Big Little Lies didn't get any nominations because it had aired at a certain time. So they'll be eligible this next round. That's completely different for the Oscars though, isn't it? Because yeah. they, they talk about like, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, because when's the Oscars? Like, they like April, I think. Okay. And I remember when Silence of the Lambs came out, yeah. they were all like, oh, you're going to miss Oscar season. You're probably yeah. going to have to wait till next year yeah. kind of thing. And they cleaned up, or well, whatever awards they won. Right, they were, they were still like, well, no, we can't say this movie's not good because this movie's amazing. You know? Well, I don't know because then when Tina and Amy hosted the Golden Globes. They're talking about how the Hurt Locker had only been out for three days and it got a bunch of nominations. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like movies for the last year should count all of Fair them. There go. Wasn't the Hurt Locker an indie film and then got? I don't know. I don't know. Blocked up by whoever it was because that's Jeremy Renner, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an indie film, and then right. they came and put money on it. It was a bit different. Whatever production company, you know how they do that sometimes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you can access it, definitely check it out. I recommend it. Um, I'll uh, report back on the podcast when the season's finished and sort of see what I think of that. Oh, please do. And because uh, you seen they were signed on for two seasons, yeah. I reckon there'll be a sick like. Last episode, you might get like a really cool, like this this person's going to impact the next season or something. Yeah, there could even be a cliffhanger knowing they've got the next season to tie up storylines. Right on. Um, we'll see where it goes. Love you, Jen. That's right. Shut up, Scooby-Doo, you bastard. <laughs> nah, uh, Irishman. Martin Scorsese's back and uh, took his shit to Netflix, which... I know. That's crazy. It is amazing. And not only did he do that, he got Joe Pesci back. Yay. He's not been in movies for I don't know he how long. He hasn't. And i got to be honest, he was the absolute highlight for me in, in the oh, movie. Oh, nice. I, and I don't know if it's just because it's been so long since I've seen him do something fresh. It was It was perfect. What he did anyway. Nice. But uh, Scorsese movie, The Irishman. Full disclosure, it goes for three and a half hours. <laughs> I did see that. I'm so like, oh, that's I a can, commitment. I'm 100% recommending this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, I watched it almost in its entirety. I yeah. watched two hours and then an hour and a half. Not because I wasn't getting disinterested. It was because I had to work early the next day. Mm-hmm. And a dude by the name of Alexander Dunnerforce... <laughs> Twitter handle D U N E R F O R S. Why am I bringing him up? Is because he was nice enough to put up technically uh, the Irishman episode guide. Oh, okay. So he says. So if you want to watch it in shorter segments, you yes. could. Okay. Yeah, so that way you can knock it out like a TV that show. That might be more to my opinion. So appeal. he's got episode one I Heard You Paint Houses. That's what he's named the first one. Uh, and watch I remember f- that's code for you kill yeah, people, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Splatter their blood on the wall, which is just fucking great verbiage. I love it. Uh, watch from. The start to 49 minutes exactly. Uh, and it's even got a little prompt here. Cut when Jimmy Hoffa ends the call. Okay. Then episode two, which is just titled Hoffa, from 49 minutes to an hour 40. Mm-hmm. Cut when Joey the Blonde is introduced. Episode three, what kind of fish? Mm-hmm. That's a question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> to two hours, 47 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, cut when Frank exits the house. And it has in brackets, you'll know when. And episode four, it is what it is. Watch from 
two minutes 47 sorry two, two hours, hours 47, 47 minutes 30 seconds to the end of the film uh so if that before i get into it will help you with watching it so you don't get terrified by three hours mm-hmm. and 30 minutes uh that's uh kind of what i'm trying to say here but yeah martin scorsese as i've already said joe pesci starring in it robert de niro al pacino anna paquin jesse plemons stephen graham bobby carnival steve van zandt my boy harvey Cattell. Your man, Ray Romano. Uh, sure. <laughs> the list goes on. This is just a huge movie. Uh, even my man, Action Bronson, the, the rapper from Queens, New York, has a small cameo appearance in it. Uh, not as himself, but he's just a small role. Uh, there's n- I can't say enough nice things about this movie. So you know what? Just for a change of things, seeing I'm a whore for Scorsese and I'm a whore for gangster movies, uh, I'll give a quick synopsis and then I'll talk about the stuff I don't like. Just for something different. Woo. Here we go. So it's based on an old Irish hitman and uh, his relationship with Jimmy Hoffa and the workers' union and all that kind of stuff. So this is based on true stories? Based around true okay. events okay. and Scorsese's spin on true okay. stories. Uh, and around the disappearance of Jimmy Hoffa and this aging uh, hitman's kind of life story on how he got into the life and kind of how he leaves the life. Right. Uh, set over two, three decades. It's, is it? Yes, which I think is why the, the three hour, 30 minutes really kind of helps the film because right. it really makes okay, you feel yeah, the stretch true. of the film. Um, so without giving too much away because I really want you to watch it. Yeah. Uh, just a really good Scorsese film. The dialogue is just, ah, like fist in mouth, amazing, as it always is. And Scorsese's famous for a lot of his big movies. He always encourages everyone to improvise. Mm-hmm. And you get that feeling, but in the sense of they they clearly know their characters. They really wow. know what the fuck they're doing. So it was really good in that sense. However, this is where I'm going to shit on it just a smidgen. <laughs> De Niro, for the most part of the movie, is supposed to be playing a guy in his 40s. Uh, late 30s, right. 40s. Al Pacino is also supposed to be playing Jimmy Hoffa, and when he disappeared, I think he was maybe in his early 50s. Okay. So they use the de-aging technology in the faces yeah. and all that kind and of stuff. And these guys are what, in their 70s? De 80s? Nero is early 80s, Jeez. and I want to say Pacino's mid to late 70s. Okay. So, but these guys clearly, they mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. move like right. dudes in their 40s and 50s. They look like guys who, like there's this scene where Robert De Niro's dishing out a beating to a guy. Mm-hmm. And... It, <laughs> And I'm not like being ageist or anything, but he, he's moving like an 80-year-old guy. He's trying yeah. to lay the boots yeah. to a guy and he's barely getting above shin height while <sighs> he's kicking the shit out of this guy. All and I right. was like, all right, that took me out of the movie just a little just bit. Just for a moment there. And when they give each other a hug and they're just kind of like, Ugh, you know, I'm like, <laughs> maybe cut to a different angle. Can hear the angle. creaking. <laughs> Almost certainly. And even the way Pacino hunches over, I'm like, I work in a nursing home. I see how kind of like old people look, mm-hmm. you know. I was just like, that looks like an old guy. Again... Just sitting on it a little bit. That's the only part that kind of yeah. took me out of a, another brilliant Scorsese film, which uh, a lot of people are already trying to make the argument that it deserves to be in the conversation of his top three films. Yeah, shit. Yeah, which is What crazy. was his previous one? His most recent one before I this? I want to say Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah. There could have been something yeah, there that no, was that, a little subtle, yeah. but yeah. That was a good four or five years ago now. Yeah, that's true. Yes, okay. Um... So what would you rate it out of five? Four. Solid four. Solid four. Not 4.1? No 4.1. No. Nope. Just a solid four. Four eight out, out of five. Ten. That's, that's Eight what out I'm of ten. Right, okay, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. 
nice. What there was, did you have a favorite part? Was there laughter? Was there funny moments? Oh yeah, and any Scorsese film because it's just he really looks at the human aspect. Yeah, and the, he wants his the people the actors to play the characters and then. In, humanize them in the sense but you gotta remember these guys are ruthless killers in their world so there's a lot going on and he sucks you into it my favorite part mm-hmm. was seeing he's an irishman and he's working with the italian mob there's this understanding the italian mob like there's guys that are untouchable and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff if you get made you're a big guy and he's dealing with this guy called russell who's a made guy and there's a part in the film where he's getting honored by the union and just a little thing, he gives him a, one of these beautiful rings mm-hmm. to put on his finger. And he goes, you're my kid. I love you. Mm. And then he gets up, gives him a kiss on the cheek. And I was just like, that's a moment right there. That was my favorite yeah, part Yeah, a small moment, movie. but a nice yeah. moment. It was like he's finally that's getting cute. recognition. Like, it's like you can never be a part of this, mm-hmm. like, in an official form. But you're my kid. You're untouchable now. Ah, nice. And I was just like that. Everybody wants to be untouchable. That's right. That's it. So, What's very easy to access there on Netflix? Yes, and I highly recommend it. And uh, that little episode guide I gave you at the start. Yeah, that's if, a good strategy for watching it in parts because some people yeah. don't have three and a half hours to sit well, there at if, once. If that so. sounds intimidating as well, yeah. if you do have time and you're like, I can't do that, that's a good way to watch it. And uh, can't recommend it enough. You need to watch it like right now. What? Jay just asked for a song with the word communication in it. So naturally, I played the intro to the TV show Community. (laughs) (laughs) So you got the C-O-M-M-U-N-I part of it down. There's a T there too? Okay, yep. That's the best I could do. Well done. I'll accept it. But that is our segue to hashtag communication update. Do tell, mofo, aka MJK. How goes it in the forms of communication recently? That made no sense, but you know what I'm asking. <laughs> Adequate. Ooh, that is a word I like to use in my feedback. Like you have used adequate techniques <laughs> an adequate amount of techniques in your writing when it's like it's just not good enough yet, but it's got some good components to it. I think when required, I have communicated promptly. Mm-hmm. When required, so yep. for example, I'm always impressed when you reply to my message straight away. Yes, I know not to message too early, or if I do, that I'll get a message a bit later. Well, for the most part, I d- I don't know why, but a lot of the times texts don't come up on my phone. Oh, that's especially weird. if like if I'm using it, like it'll flash up, but like if I lock my phone. Oh, okay. Like, and I don't click like immediately. If I lock my phone and then go back, there's nothing. Oh, matter yeah. to check your display settings. Yeah, I need to do that. However, though, <laughs> uh, got. Uh, Needed to pick up some extra shifts this week, and yes. the boss messaged me, and I messaged back promptly, and it was a good lengthy shift. So that's that's pretty much the only communication really to report on. That's fair. Yes, yes, and uh, I communicated very well with my nephew. He just had his fifth birthday, <laughs> uh, and I messaged you. Well, I said to you the other night, yeah. I was like, I got him Spider Man wrapping paper and a Spider Man card. I don't know if he likes Spider Man. <laughs> So I give him the, the gift oh bag, God, go, which is yeah. the wrap presents, and he goes, Spider-Man! Oh, so he knows what a Spider-Man is, and he Spider-Man. likes it. That is a good a good uh, 
indication. <laughs> Jeez, that he's actually said the thing's name. Yeah. Uh, that was a bold move. Yeah, but, well, you know, uh, it's wrapping paper. It's just going to get thrown in the bin. Exactly. And, and a sh- card. <laughs> Kid don't care about no card. Well, I do. And also the card talked to him. <gasps> what like, does it say? It was like, you go, little superhero, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> I left a nice Peter note Parker. in there. I said to him, you know, like, because I got him a little three-in-one Lego set, which is like, it was a T-Rex, a Triceratops, and a Pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. So I said, build that Lego, eat that cake. Um, party hard and then I said from your third favourite uncle in brackets probably <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well there you have it kids <laughs> communication update from MJK and I could be his number one uncle if I was communicating better so maybe ah, that's something to work on okay future goals guys yeah. set them see and I'm very realistic otherwise I would have been a just regular me and been all like from your favourite uncle but I was like that's not me that's not the kind of person I am <laughs> anyways uh, Red Bull Sugar yeah. free sponsor us. I think that's where we were going wrong. Red Bull Regular have got too many sponsors. Yeah, that's true. Give so us that sugar free sponsorship. And that beautiful lighter blue, it matches my tattoo. This is true. Like, I could just blend in with the One Red of your Bull. many tattoos? Yes. We should do it. They should definitely sponsor us. So, Red Bull, reach out. Yeah. You know where to find if us. If you're wondering why we stopped doing surprise snacks, it's because, you know. <laughs> We ran out of money. <laughs> yeah, because this this thing doesn't... Because we know, got no sponsorship. It doesn't build itself. This is coming out of Jade's pocket specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here drinking Red Bull. Rome wasn't built in a day. That's right. Well, um, I'm going to sign off because you've got some uh, morning show to watch. I do. I'm excited. And, uh, and then I'm we're going to check out a couple of movies together and some Rookie. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, everybody. We're going to be... We'll have a little chat about what's mm. that uh, movie we're watching. Ready or not. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have a nice little chat about Stuber next week. So Look forward to it. Yeah. And Jade's going to watch Good Time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Not Another Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating or find us on Not Another Podcast with two ts.podbean.com. And feel free to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram also. We appreciate it. We'll see you next time.